You're listening to Artificium Occulte Venatores, a Shadowrun actual play podcast by Relative Dimension. Alright, so who wants to recap? Yeah, the personnel entry gate had, uh, if you look at the table, I think I'm on the right page. Yep, it had a single sliding iron gate similar to what's pictured, uh, which tends to stay open during the day, and they have the uh, the lifted arm bar gate, like pictured below, behind it. So during off hours, they can close that iron gate to seal it off. The rear entry, the delivery entry, has two such closed uh, rolling gates like that, so that they open one end to let a vehicle in, close it and seal it in there while they do an inspection. And then they'll open up the other one to either let it continue into the facility for its delivery or to leave. So it's much easier to get a vehicle into the front, whether just by crashing the lifting bar gate or whatever. Literally just smash through the front gate and then we bug out, preferably with someone following. So weird the plan. <laughs> And you also learned that it was a uh, two-story, or was it three-story? I think it was two stories. Uh, Most of the above stories were offices and, no, it was three. The ground floor was the showroom, and then the two-story, second and third floor were mostly offices and um, personnel, and most of the research and development seemed to be downstairs in the basement. There was also a cargo elevator. Yes, they had a they had a big uh, cargo elevator because that's how they got the large units up to the show floor for their showroom displays. Cool. We were ready to uh, get going, I believe. I think we were also. Oh yeah, because like we had actually headed out. We picked up the uh, gopher that we were like literally. I think we ended off when we were sitting like a couple blocks away, ready to approach on. Yes, because it was uh, marked. It had a plain skin that it could change to. It had the um, company logo skin for the rival company that you are going to be delivering it to. And then it had a third one. I think it was... I don't remember the design, but it was like an artistic design. It might have been a slightly here, different color. Here, I was thinking it was going to be Italian rust bucket. Sounds exciting. And you, you guys had thought originally that you were going to pick it up down at your delivery point or whatever. It's like, no, you have to pick it up in Rome and drive it out there. So you guys went in there. You had... Uh, some of your vehicles, however, taken to Frozen Own, which you were paying like 50 million a day to park or something like that? Yeah. Alright, so who was going to go in and who was going to stay out? And Marigold, Ascalon, and Adranus to go in with the Sorin. Alright, so am I needing to precast the improved reaction before we go in, or is that something I can wait till we're coming out for? Do we come to the decision or not? Depends on if we get uh, any booby traps. Well, the improved reaction was for uh, was for me. Uh, it can wait till till uh, you know. You can literally cast it right when you're coming out. I'm okay with that. That way, no no point in you, you having. Distracted. 
Yeah, exactly. No point in keeping you distracted. Uh, I'd rather you be open to handle anything you might incur over there. So it's not like it takes long to cast. So not that big of a deal. Build sheet. Because <laughs> the roll 20 sheet does not like burnout at all. Or really much to do with adepts that I can tell. Roll 20 doesn't like adepts, period. Yeah. Here we go. She did this. Does this count as an urban environment? Yes, this is like yes. exactly an urban environment. What am, yeah, I knew that. Alright. Ooh, neat. So, uh, her coat. That, that she normally has the the business plan is she's actually leaving that behind uh, because sleeping tiger and it's built-in pressed fabric or not ruthenium polymer coating kind of the coat kind of ruins that yeah that's a good question so uh, are we going to want me uh, fully armed and armored or are we going in more civilian esque I mean I think the plan was to more not be seen and Solomon was dealing with cameras okay. Okay, yes. my dream's still screwed up. No? Uh, it rolled ten dice, you got six hits. Oh right, the incoming drain, that's what? Yeah, I don't know why that is. That's weird. Incoming drain of fifty. Um, I don't think so. I'm uh, sure it's that's on your, possible. It's on your character sheet. You manually injure that drain amount, don't you? Huh. Well, well I, I think I see what the problem is. I think I fixed it. But well, I, I'm not gonna re-roll just because of that. It's under, no, re-roll to test it and make sure it's fixed. It's not like we have to count it. Okay, there we go. Much better. Yeah, I forgot to have a plus sign in front of zero. Oh, <laughs> so it's five plus zero plus zero, not fifty plus zero. Well, yeah, that makes a bit of a difference. Yeah. So uh, six hits. So that gives me. Increased reflexes, so that gives me... Wow. I'm going to be going pretty fast on initiative. And that goes into my health focus. Alright. And Ag, I just realized I screwed up on casting that. How so? I was looking at the wrong... I meant to cast that Force 2 with uh, 6 reagents and not Force 5 with 1 reagent. The fourth five is for the increased reaction for Asura. Because my uh, health focus is only a force four. You can correct it or redo it either way. Well, let's do it right. Reagents actually limit your hits, so you'd have to spend like six instead of one. Unless Forbidden Arcana added some things that I might not be. Um, No, that's what I meant. Yeah, Forbidden Arcana adds things for like the radical and stuff reagents, but you still use them the way you normally do. Same same result. Yay. Nice. So, okay. That takes care of that. Now for my invisibility. Okay, so let's uh do the sneaky stuff and get our asses inside so we can get the object and get this thing rolling. Yeah, so each exactly. hit is plus one to initiative. Every two hits is one die to a max of five. Alright, so shall we start the sneaky shit? Yes, let's. Alright, so are you driving in? Is the vehicle staying off-site for now? Yeah, um, I will... You said there were like four different colors, right, or something? There's a total of three skins. There's the Corp logo skin, a plain white skin, I believe, and then the other one was like black with yellow stripes or something like that. 
Um, let's go with the 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 the, the fancy one. The corp logo is their corp, right? The one that that says, "Hey, screams, we are, we are, we." Right? Phoenix Solutions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let, we'll go for the we'll go for the fancy one and drive in on that, and then we'll drive out on the boring one. My question is: Are you all entering the property together? Oh no! I'll I'll, I'll be parking a bit of ways, and they can go on foot. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll park at, like, a diner or something, like we're going to get some food or something, and then, you know, they can bolt away when we, you know, get to come back out and stuff, that kind of thing, you know? Okay. Right, and just as I'm weird, I put it in the text, but uh, Marigold will be popping, uh, like, because uh, you can never go wrong a little bit more mental acuity. As you are approaching the uh, facility? Early enough for it to kick in by the time we're trying to get in. <laughs> so about 15 minutes prior. Or 10, however long. Okay. 10, 15. What's our story to get in past the gate? We sneak Sneaking. in. Over the fence. <laughs> oh, okay. We're not we negotiate aggressively with the fence by blinding it with our brilliance. I mean, I'm just going to scale it, but okay. I'm just floating over. Show off. Actually, you can't see me. I got success on my own through invisibility. Yeah, I can't see you then. I'm not... No. That gives me one die perception. So if you scroll out so that you can see the entire map, the blue arrow is the personnel entrance. Uh, yellow represents either road or parking lot. So it's kind of all... There's a large parking facility. The double red arrows is the delivery entrance, and the darker gray square is the isolation box where they uh, isolate vehicles to do the inspection before letting them further in. Along the southeast, southwest corner rather, there's four red door markers. Those are loading bay doors. Uh, there's one smaller one on the side facing, which is a uh, entry onto the ground level for personnel. There is, uh, on the southwest corner, there's a few separate doors for personnel. And those are the main entryways. Uh, there's, it's not like park or grass or anything, so there are places to drive around the facility on all, on the north end as well. And there are a few doors there. They're just not public usable or they may be employee only entry or emergency exits, things like that. Well, that sounds perfect for our needs. I concur. Wait, so which door are we going into? Yeah, I was thinking the north side. That that north, uh, either the one in the uh, north east corner, or yeah, I mean, pick one. Okay. Um, taking a look at these gates, I really should have looked at this before. Uh, is there a place I can actually charge this van through without it? destroying the poor van. You know, as, I mean, I as, as awesome as, as, uh, as it is to drive through a giant fence in a van, it, it's not always like on TV. So well, I want to be clear that, that, you know, where where am I driving through this fence and, and, and making sure that it will actually make it through the fence. The personnel entrance has uh, like a small wooden or plastic arm that lowers to block entry. Okay. And the actual iron fence is open at that point. So you wouldn't be driving through the iron fence. Ah, I see. Yeah. So mm. just make sure not to go too far so they can't shut the fence. 
shut the gate right. you, that is. Could I block it if I parked like right in the middle of it? Would it would it would, would that be a problem? I doubt it closes with that much force. Too much liability issues. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you parked it right in the middle, blocking it though, you'd be a long way away from the building. Well, that's fine. true. We can make the sprint. Sure. Well, actually, could we get him to lock it so it won't um, so it won't close once we set things off? Like basically destroy it, <laughs> you know, burn it out, whatever you want to do. Solomon might be able to do that. Yeah, keep it open once we once we break through the 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 arm, uh, you know, rig it so that he won't that we keep they can't close the gate. I can try that, or I can open it again. I think. Okay. I do close it. All right. So I'm not too concerned about that. Then. Sounds good. If not, um, what 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 kind of fencing is on the outside? Is it like normal chain link fence or something? Or no, it's like iron bar. No, no, no. Meaning the, around the actual parking lot and stuff, all iron. Uh, it's that's like what I three meant. meter tall. It's it's like a step above chain link fence with barbed wire. Oh, okay. Uh, but no sign of like any electric that I saw. All right, all right. So it's possible that we, you know, weaken it with you know the help of some of the our our cool people here. Then we could get through the fence if if all else fails. Okay, fair enough. Just ask, uh... Yeah, like, a, a, we could probably use a spirit or something. Yeah, just Hold ask on. an earth elemental to go through. As you are approaching the fence, um, Solomon is in AR. His icon is next to you as he's sneaking. <clears throat> and he's pointing out, uh, as he points to certain places, an arrow appears along the fence. Uh, those are the cameras. Um, try to stay in the center of them. And I will be back any moment. I will see if I can disable them. And his icon kind of flickers and vanishes. Do we need to stealth now? Yes, you do. Well, Adrianus, thank God you're invisible. Why is my character showing a wound view of two? No sense. That's because I'm still marked with a stun, Yates. <laughs> that would do it. Yeah, I, mine rolled wrong as well, but that's because, uh, as I said, they fixed some things apparently. So how many should you have rolled? Two additional dice. Eight. Well, it doesn't seem to matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> Dang, oh, wow. so I got six hits. Go ask. You hit your physical limit. Yeah. Not bad. I didn't come close. Uh, does anybody... Oh, shit. I need to keep better track of my edge when I've got insomnia. Well, you didn't have to use any edge yesterday. I know that much. Yeah, and before that... Before that, we'd had like we had like five days of rest, unless yeah. you were doing something major. Well, actually, it was like two weeks almost. Because, well, not two weeks. Uh, actually, I should probably pull up that. No, we had two weeks to accomplish the run. Yeah, now we're we've got like five days left of that two weeks, or less than that. I think we're doing it like really close to the thirtieth, which was the uh, uh, time limit we were given. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think I didn't spend any edge last. We need to keep. Anyway, we have rolled our stealth roll. Yes, and you guys are sneaking up, <clears throat> um, maintaining between the pillars. You said you were going in from the north side, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wait, I'm only sustaining one spell. I'm not in a penalty. Yay! Um, a moment later, which of you, all three of you, are going right? Mm-hmm. 
so Marigold, you get a chirp on your comlink that somebody is sending you a message. Okay. Pull that up in AR. Who is it? It's a text message. And it says, the gate is not electrified. Jump now. You have a window of 10, 9. It seems to be counting now. Okay. Yep. Yep. She whispers a harsh go to the other two as she herself, you know, gets her ass up. I'm going. So is anybody unskilled in gymnastics? No. Define unskilled. No, I do have a rank skill. in it. I, I do have a rank in it. Adranus, aren't you levitating over? Yeah, I was going to levitate over. Okay. You say, as long as you're not unskilled, you guys can get over the fence relatively easy. In fact, I'm pretty sure I can. I, I was... That was specifically why I casted Levitate, so I could get over the leg fence. <laughs> the, uh, the timer continues, and as you hit the other side, you hear a faint crackle coming from behind you in the fence. Hmm. I I astrally perceive. Um, besides yourselves, there is no astral signatures here that you can see in sight. Yeah, I'll just do a full 360 while I'm hovering, coming back down, making sure I don't see anything. And a moment later, uh, Solomon's icon appears again. Alright, I've got those cameras over there. And over there, he points to two of them, which happen to be on either corner that you're approaching, the northwest and the northeast corner. Uh, They are disabled at the moment. Uh, They won't stay disabled for long. I didn't do anything. So, get where you're going. Uh, which door were you entering? Oh, I figured that one. The one in the east. Can you point out? Uh, yeah. Roger. I will open it up for you. And then he fades again. Be- and you get a message that says, let me know when you're ready. Let's go. Get to the door. I'm moving towards... Ag, you're okay with that if I keep sustaining levitate and just walk or run on foot when need be, right? Yeah. Okay. Then, as I said, as soon as I get down on the ground on the other side, I'll uh, move forward normally. To the door. may change my mind later after I read it, but for now, yeah. So, oh. assuming you send Solomon a message, you get yeah. a uh, standby and then dots appear. And uh, maybe about five seconds later, uh, cleared. Cleared. <clears throat> Sorry, keep speaking too quietly for my mic. Uh, yeah, open the door. Alright, opening the door, you find yourself in a... Um, almost like a storage closet. You have uh, cleaning supplies on one side. It looks like there is a whole bunch of crates on to your right against the wall. They seem to be labeled with uh, alphanumeric code, not actual words. But they all seem to be about uh, maybe a foot wide by a foot tall. And you can't really tell how long they are because they're stacked. But there's uh, metallic shelves and they seem to be like three to a shelf. or Yeah, three to a shelf. The shelves are about four shelves tall. And it runs the length of the room, and then you have another room, another door at the end. Alright, move on through. And uh, you get a message that says uh, a four-digit four, four code. 
Uh, these should work for any of the code sequence doors. Sends back a thumbs up. Uh, Sims emote, whatever. And you're cutting out. I fixed my issues. Okay, but yeah, she sends him a thumbs up. Uh, Sim sends an emoji, whatever. And just kind of passes on through the room because none of this is of any interest to her. What did we determine? We didn't get, we didn't get like an actual blueprint or layout of this place, did we? No. I asked Solomon if he could, he couldn't, or didn't, or something. We had a guess as to where the, uh, were we gonna do the cargo elevator or the personnel elevator? Anybody remember that specific of the plan? If I remember right, there was a chance that it would be on the display if they were far enough along in the prototyping, or if not, it would be down in the basement with R&D, right? Right. Um, what is the date that we're doing this? Uh, somehow, I've got everything except the date down. The date <laughs> is the 23rd, I believe. Okay, sounds about right. So it's about a week until... Uh, let me see. Live. You were going on a Wednesday, I thought. Oh, 26th. Oh, that's 26th. Thursday. Okay, 25th so... is a Wednesday. This calendar, for whatever reason, has Thursday as the middle day of the week instead of Wednesday. So 25th is Wednesday. Okay, so 25th, five days. We might as well check the show floor because, I mean, if they got, you know, did anything a little quicker or whatever, I mean, I guess that is pretty meh. Um, Solomon appears again. I will be stand. I will be listening nearby. I don't need to stay in the host unless we need anything. So let me know. Uh, let me know where you're trying to go, and I will see if I can get a uh, directions for you. All right. Well, you got an eye on the cameras, right? Yes, at the moment. On the show floor. He kind of glances upward. His icon does. Uh, yes. See anything like what we're looking for? Hmm, unknown. It may be inside of something else. Uh, show floor, yes. And his icon fades, and you have an, an AR, like a red dotted line starts appearing in front of you, leading you down a hallway, and when it gets to a corridor to turn, the dotted line branches and turns down the corridor. Anybody else feel like they're playing a video game? No? Just me? I don't have video games. She, for a second, like, her fingertip, like, pops open, and she's like, were we going non-lethal on this? I think initially. I don't think they specified, did they? I think they wanted us to keep the body count down, but they didn't have, once once the pursuit was underway, I don't think they had a care. Right. They didn't want to, they, right. Ugh, all right. And the fingertips if we were going to go with the lethal option, we would have just, you know, burst through here, blown a hole through a wall, grabbed the thing, walked out, and taken off. But I think we decided to go with subtle first. That way we guaranteed we had the item before everybody and their brother showed up. Right. All right. Because you start taking off security guards' heads, they start calling for a lot of more backup. All right. As you get up to the first corner that he's indicating you turn... The dotted line stops, and like a obviously AR image of a door pops in front of that uh, corridor, and the dotted line continues down the hallway instead. Alright. And the dotted line seem to be uh, animating faster. Okay. What are we doing? Sorry. What dotted lines are animating faster? 
that the ones that we're following that are oh to track the thing it, it, they're uh like well like like Marigold said like a video game showing you the path to your objective oh okay have fun this is perfect timing because I'm trying to finish these videos before it gets <laughs> Solomon uh, are these icons to indicate guard patrol routes or which way we're supposed to go in text, uh, in front of your over AR displays, your directions, uh, speed of the lines indicate the speed you should take, and then in, in bold font it says hurry. Yep. Okay, time to go. And he yep. kind of leads you around a corner just as you hear a door open down the corridor that you would have originally been going down if that AR door hadn't popped. Got it. Then text pops up. They don't seem to have a set patrol route, so I have to watch them and anticipate. How inconsiderate of them. Very random. Uh, showroom through this way. Uh, stop at the door ahead and wait. And door leads you that And the uh, dotted lines lead you that way. And the wait seems to go on for a few minutes. And then uh, it says, okay, proceed. All right. Um, the showroom is... I'll just draw a rough outline here. Maybe. Okay, that's what was going on. Why did that not work? Uh-huh. Okay. So now you should have a little highlighted area. The door he led you to is here. That was the corridor, if it matters. Alright, well, when given the go-ahead, Marigold will go ahead and push, or pull, as the case may be, the door open. It does pull. Um, and you have uh, what looks like a large um, cityscape mock-up. It's obvious that it's a mock-up because the ceiling goes to about six meters or so. Um, there are fake city streets laid out, fake walls to indicate buildings. It looks like there is a uh, static, almost like um, combat scene displays, almost like somebody built a model of a combat scene. There's a few of them set out. One of them has like a dock wagon. Uh, the lower half, maybe not even half, the lower portion of a dock wagon helicopter descending from the sky uh, on a wireframe with some ropes hanging down from it and mannequins uh, in the process of descending from it. Um, one of them on the ground already seems to have a, a drone, not operating on its own, but mounted in an obvious wireframe supported to it. And with a plaque next to it uh, advertising a new type of drone they're working on. There's another uh, ambulance on one side that's in a separate a diorama, I guess is a good word for it, um, with the doors opened up and inside of it looks like one of the uh, medical bays inside the, the back of the van. So there's different scenes that talk about the usefulness of their their equipment under the conditions that they can take and uh, how rugged things are and things like that. Okay. Uh, Marigold will kind of uh, look around uh, the show floor and then just kind of, you know, ask to the other two, does anybody know what the frag this thing is supposed to look like? It's going to shake his head. Because if I, if, if I recall correctly, the information that we have is advanced auto dock. Yes. Like, we have very, like, next to no information about it beyond that. Not much of what it looks like, no. 
And a quick scan of these doesn't seem to indicate anything that is advertising any type of advanced auto dock. Isn't isn't an auto dock like a, like my med kit's got an auto dock, right? A limited like function it's in one. Software. Yeah, logic. Well, I hear logic is three now, so you know, average intelligence now. Uh, you could put auto docks into armor, I believe. You can put auto docks into um, vehicles. Yeah. So the, it's mostly the point software. She's making is that's a yeah, that's a piece of like software, like like maybe it's in the drone they're advertising. Everybody, give me a perception check with logic instead of intuition. Oh, why do you hate me? Oh god, if I was going to edge, I probably should have pre-edged that. Oh well. Yeah, definitely should have pre-edged that if I was going to edge. Damn it. Oh, thank god. Oh wait, hold on, I forgot about all my gear bonuses. Uh, what kind of perception was that? Um, mostly visual, I guess. Let me go ahead and throw, I think, three more dice? Three more dice. Three hits. Total. And that came from visual sensors? Contacts. Just okay. a visual enhancement. Um. Hey, I got two successes because it was visual. <laughs> Both Marigold and Adranus notice that uh, it looks like there is um, a section of here that so far has not been mocked up. Like they they might have five or six diorama scenes and. There's one that has not been set up yet, so it's still blank. Um, so it could be that one is being prepared for this thing. Uh, Ascalon, however, you notice that it seems like in one of the uh, ambulance scenes that's already here, a space is being... Uh, there's a space that is obviously void of something that the scene looks like it was built to house. It doesn't strike the others as how obvious that something should be in that spot that's not there. I got three hits, too. That, too, was my reroll. My yeah, three. no, I know. Okay. I'll point this out, but I couldn't tell them what it means. Well, you know that you're the one that notices that something is missing there. Based on the layout, they're designing it as though there should be something in there that's not there at the moment. And it looks... Uh, the shape is roughly... Uh, humanoid-ish? Or at least humanoid-sized? What is Ascalon's logic? Uh, his logic is two, I believe. Yeah. Yep, two. Uh, when pointing it out, uh, Adranus, you also notice, you know, once he says that that is missing something, and it looks as though, based on the layouts of the other dioramas, they have... Uh, certain space allowances between things. You know, it's not as if somebody took a photograph of a combat scene and recreated it. They are purposefully cramming things into a smaller area than would have. So you notice that the space allowances tend to be uniform throughout the things. And this one almost looks like it is um, dwarf height. So about a meter and a half... Five feet tall, empty space, uh, very stocky, so probably about four feet uh, wide and two to three feet from front to back is this voided space. And uh, 
there also seems to be uh no you wouldn't notice that yet okay so what i'm hearing is it sounds like this auto dock is probably in a drone about that size i mean it was talking about a drone right possibly I was going to ask, is there like a central desk like you would come in and there'd be like pamphlets that you could pick up before you went and toured the actual showroom or or something on that nature, you know, a central hub type area to to sell their wares without having to have somebody standing by each display? Are you looking? Yeah, I'm looking around for that. Okay, you don't see that. Uh, let me remind you that you did come through the back. I know how I would respond to this as a decker, but I can't act like that. Uh, so I will begin looking for like a, a desk area, so a, an office area, some type of office space that would like have uh, a, a person to give the sales pitch or something like that. Just move through the area real quick and see if I can't find something like that. Okay. Uh, you start moving through. Um, everybody gets an alert on the text message that says uh, clear, uh, basically points a direction. Uh, soon to be personnel entering through that side, hide line of sight. Okay. Clear line of sight, right. I, I will find a way to clear line of sight and then I will text to Solomon. Uh, Solomon, there are two spots that seem to have open area space. Is there anything in an inventory or anything like that to indicate what is supposed to be there in those two empty spaces on the showroom floor? Uh, not at the moment. I haven't found any types of inventory yet. Um, the spot that he indicated, a door opens up, and two guards seem to be walking through, talking to each other. Uh, everybody give me a stealth roll or sneaking yeah, roll. Marigold's probably going to cram herself somewhere that she probably shouldn't actually be able to fit, but because she's really flexible, she manages to fold herself into. And does it really well with six hits. I almost hit my physical limit. Oh, and I definitely did the sneaky. <laughs> Hang on, for whatever reason, I'm saying I've been interrupted. Rip. You've been in. I'm just going re- to refresh the page because actual intersection. <laughs> Adranus goes unconscious because a mana barrier somehow flew through the room. Oh. <laughs> so I picture Marigold cramming herself into one of the scenes. Uh, Ascalon kind of stands out, so he probably gets behind something vaguely. And I'm invisible. Oh, you are invisible. How many hits did you get on your invisibility? Six. I believe that's logic willpower to defeat it if they have a chance of seeing you. Mm-hmm. Is this? Oh, okay. I believe so. I thought it was like a negative. That didn't apply like negatives to their perception. Well, they have to see. Hang on, my whole computer just locked up on me. They have a chance to see through the spell itself. Do you have a few dice next to you you can roll real quick? Or in Discord? Oh, no, your computer locked up. <laughs> Give me a sec. My adaptive powers anymore. So, all right, put some of the enhancements. Babe. Right, that's why it doesn't do adapts correctly. It doesn't add any of the bonuses from your adaptive powers to anything. That's why I don't use them. Because I can manually go in and add my bonuses. 
two hits. It's in the dice roller. Okay. So these two guards are talking to each other um, about a latest trid that one saw and he's trying to get the others to see. And they walk right by you guys. One of them even stops to get on his, his comm link at the moment and reports. No, it's all quiet. I'm not sure what they heard at the back fence, but we didn't find anything. And then they continue on. And they they go out uh, towards the front area where one of the walls of one of the diorama seams just kind of splits open into like a sliding door. And they exit that way. And then the wall closes behind them again. Isn't that unnecessary? This is quite ostentatious. And Solomon's icon kind of appears. Uh, they are not very observant, are they? You know, I kind of feel like that was putting us down. Whatever. His icon goes uh, towards the wall that they left through, and then kind of phases through the wall. And then a moment later, it comes back. Yeah, hey, I think I found your desk or whatever you're looking for. She looks at Trance. Why were you looking for the desk again? Well, I thought they may have a uh, pamphlet or something that would indicate what the heck we're looking for. Yeah, alright. Oh, you know, with a picture of it. Well, also, it may indicate, you know, this item out of stock right now, or this item is, you know, no longer on display for such and such reasons, so then we know where to look from there. Well, keep in mind that the item that we're uh, here for is a prototype that will be put on display on the 30th, which is why our time is 30th. Uh, you guys were going yeah, at night time, right? It's like 10 p.m. or something like that? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a list of times. Um, the last shift change was 8 p.m. If we're doing night, right? And then, like, I think we figured out that like um, everybody, like most employees, exited around what, like, I don't know, between wait, five and six or so. Dogs. We did it around the dogs. So, yeah, it was it was at night though. After the last shift change. Yeah, so I'm gonna assume tenish or midnight. Yeah. Somewhere All right, around and there. then we had. I think we were planning around like uh, like right after the shift change, and then because the pickup for the vehicle was at a location we weren't expecting, uh, it, we ended up being like a couple like an hour later than we'd expected. So it was like uh, I think it was like nine nine thirty somewhere around there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Apparently, my notes. I'm not taking notes on the right things. <laughs> Well, also, sometimes at those little desk areas, they could leave instructions for whoever it is who has to move an item. It's like, oh, hey, move this item to sector two by yeah. item 43. So maybe it has, hey, this is coming from such and such room. Yeah. So uh, you look for that pamphlet or whatever. I'm going to see if I can find the elevator. Sounds good. Uh, it obviously ain't here. You know, down to R&D or whatever. Hey, Solomon. Got a beat on the elevator? I'm sorry, say again. Oh, she was talking to Solomon, asking him if he's got a beat on the elevator. I don't care if it's the cargo or the personnel, whichever's... Whatever. Hold on a moment. Alrighty. Holding. Oh, shoot. I should have made sure my brother was watching tonight. Well, I don't even know if he's free to be on. Alright. Adranus was going towards the front, right? And Soph was looking, or Marigold was looking for the elevator. Yeah, she just called out to Solomon going, hey, you got a beat on the elevator? Um, an arrow points to the side wall, 
over here. I should zoom out a little bit more. If I'm on the right uh, over there. Ah, yeah. And then uh, a text message shows up. Uh, somebody's coming. Looks like maintenance, maybe. Uh, might want to get undercover again. Yeah. Alright. Um, you can make another stealth roll. No. Okay. And a moment later, uh, that section of the wall that the arrow appeared opens up, slides open, and a guy like in a white jumpsuit pushing a rather large cart with a whole bunch of stuff on it and hanging off the sides, um, bags, duffel bags, uh, a few, uh, almost like a mini trash can on one side with some wooden handled implements sticking out of it, kind of walks in pushing it, and he goes over to uh, the open area, the one that was missing a scene completely, and he seems to be... Uh, at first starting to sweep it and it doesn't take him long at all he gives it just a real quick rudimentary sweep of the push broom that he pulls out of his cart and then he gets like a laser rangefinder and starts to almost measure the area and every few moments after a measurement or something he pulls up like a comm link and taps onto it and then starts measuring floor to ceiling things like that Marigold sends a message to the other two. Can I please take this guy out or are we going to sit here and wait? Actually, that guy might know where we're, what we're looking for and where it is, so did we want to ask him before you took him out? I mean, you give him warning, he's more likely to call security or get security down here again. Okay, then you can knock him out, and, but aren't, Solomon, aren't we on camera? Not at the moment. Then, yeah, go ahead and knock him out. Alright, well, uh, I guess I'll be default. Unless you want me to. Do you want me to go knock him out? Are you better at non-lethal than I am? I have a pistol with stick and shock in it that's silenced, and I have an armed combat of a decent grade. What if he can't do, I can finish. I'd rather not the guns. Too loud. Even so. Okay, then I'll just move up to him and punch him. I was thinking more subduing combat. Uh, I will not use uh, killing hand. Interesting note. The way killing hands is worded means if you have, like, bone lacing or cyber arms that makes your unarmed combat physical, you can make that stun with killing hands. Because of the way it's worded. It's really weird. Words matter. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll go for uh, a quick overcast of punch. And I'll move up to a slap blade him. See, if his left marigolds, you just come up behind him and just wrapped her cyber arm around his neck and just kind of held him for a moment. Well, punch does stun damage. Yeah. I was just going the more subduing route. And I forgot this isn't one of my unarmed characters that specs in subduing combat. <laughs> Mine is, but it's not, but she's not there right now, so. <laughs> Alright, so cast your spell. Yeah, let's go ahead and use some uh, drams on this. That would be seven stun. Uh, isn't punch indirect? Oh, it is. Yeah, but it's range. I don't get that. It's touch. I literally have to walk up and touch him. Yes. So you're doing seventeen stun. Oops. I may have hit him too hard. <laughs> Why'd you overcast it? He resists with body plus armor. Did you just kill this poor guy? 
I didn't mean to. I know I severely hurt him. Even if he even if he resists none of it, it it won't kill him. It'll put him stunned. It will do. It'll overflow into physical. But it'll still knock him the hell out. Very much so. Yeah, it definitely knocks him out. He lets out a, a very muffled gurgle real quick and then collapses to the floor. It's so funny because I went rushing up to finish him off and then as he, he crumples, I'm like, oh, there's nothing left to do. Marigold actually, sorry, Marigold actually looks impressed. Like, hmm, I wonder if I can learn that. And somehow I still haven't taken Drain. You're breaking up. Oh, I was saying somehow I hadn't taken Drain. That's like my fifth spell. You're doing well. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Well, it's also touch, so it's force minus six. That helps. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I overcasted it at force ten. I mean, it's still only four. Anyway. Because I thought it was a direct spell. I really thought punch was direct. That's why I was like, oh, I only get the net hits, so I need to direct cast this so I can get at least ten hits. No, he, he goes down. His, uh, laser measuring device kind of falls out of his hand as he hits the ground. I pick it up, I put it back on his card, and then I uh, pick up his comlink and go, Solomon, can you do something with this? He doesn't happen to have anything that looks like what me might be after, does he, on that cart? Um, none of his bags or anything look large enough. Yeah. Okay. Back to the elevator, then. Uh, what would you like me to do with it? Yes, what would you like him to do with that common? Can you access the information on it and see if it has the uh, item that he was measuring for and its location? Um, I'd ask him, but he seems very sleepy. He was setting up the other display, not necessarily um, the item we're after. Yeah, but he might have specific instructions as do not clean in this area type thing. He, uh... I'm guessing here. The comlink in your hand starts to light up and buzz in your hand slightly. Well, I have a, a proposed image for the scene that he was measuring for. And he kind of sets it up. And it looks like a, a hospital room scene that they were going to set up. Um, there's nothing as to where anything is located, though. Uh... This is mostly just instructions on how to set things up. Also dates on when they were to be taken down. Uh, He points at the one with the helicopter. Uh, That one's scheduled to be taken down in a week. He points at a different one. That one will be up for another six days. Uh, This one here that he was measuring for would have been running for a two-week period starting Monday. Isn't that the 30th? Monday is the 30th, yes. So, I'm guessing this would have been... A hospital scene would have been the thing. Looking at the scene for the hospital scene, do I look see anything that even resembles what it is we're supposed to be looking for? Uh, you still don't have a detailed idea what you're looking for, but there's a lot of um, hospital room equipment displayed Does- on that scene. Does it have an inventory of where these items are being stored right now, Solomon, in this building? Uh, no. Um, so out of character, I have a good idea. Jesus Christ. I don't know if y'all caught that. Some cat is getting murdered outside. Um, scared the shit out of me. Uh, 
so I've got a good idea of what it is, the the shape that it takes. Like I'm uh, assuming it's a like a uh, not a not biodrone, uh, androdrone. Uh, is could Marigold have put that together? Is my question to you? Probably. Okay. Uh, just uh, from the size and shape of the voids that was pointed out, and. Uh, you know, hospital scene, the drone, you know, like a nurse type situation, auto dock. It, it seems kind of. It's going to be a pain in the ass to get out of here. Wait, you mean that big white squishy thing from that old 20th century trade? What? I don't, I don't, I don't watch old, old flat then. Okay. Alright. So, uh, you think it's an answer drone? Probably. Solomon, uh, any guidance here? Is there a robotics lab for this place or anything like that? Uh, all R&D seems to be in the basement. Yeah, so she'll head for the elevator. Or well, okay. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, I'm going to uh, gather a maintenance man here and, and put him behind the display. Wait, you said there was an ambulance in here, right? Yes. I put him in the ambulance and close the doors. Okay. The doors are functional enough to close. Or were they already closed? No, they were open. The scene had an open ambulance with somebody on the outside looking like they were directing uh, somebody else to go get somebody. And inside the ambulance had a medical table ready for a body to be put on type of thing. Oh, then I'll just put him in the floorboard of the front seat of the ambulance. That way he's just out of sight, out of mind. Oh, there's no front part. It, oh, well, half, then, the yeah, rear half of it sticks out of the wall. <laughs> he's going in the ambulance and I'm shutting the doors. <laughs> Maybe nobody will notice that. And push his cart to like towards the elevator or something. Yeah, the cart is harder to hide in here. Like yeah, push it back towards the door he came or... through. Like maybe he went back to get something. Okay. But uh, Solomon, did you get all the info off this comm link of his? Yeah, there's not a whole lot, but I got it for what it's worth. Okay, then I'll leave him with his comm link. So I'll take the battery out. Okay. You now have that one way. comm link battery. <laughs> I'll put it underneath the, like the tire of the ambulance or something, but I'm, I'm just I, I didn't I just don't want him to be able to call immediately. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has given permission to Relative Dimension to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Relative Dimension in any official capacity whatsoever. Relative Dimension is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The intro is Church Music from Sirenscape. The outro is Double Cross, off the Shadowrun Return soundtrack, used with permission from Harebrain Schemes. And thank you to Sirenscape for the additional music and sound effects. You can find more information at sirenscape.com. If you would like to get in touch with the Relative Dimension, you can visit our website at relativedimension.com. You can contact us, email, at podcast at relativedimension.com. You can visit our Facebook at facebook.com slash relativedimensionpodcast. You can check us out on Twitter at relativedpod. 
You can check out our Patreon if you wish to support us at patreon.com slash relative dimension.